Uh, the Rams are three and oh, they are at home this week to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and coach Sean McVay joins us now. Coach, thanks for coming on. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? We're doing great, Coach, and uh, happy that you guys are three and zero. Take us through the the end of that game. It looked like you you know you guys last year were so good at at kind of hanging onto the ball and keeping it away, and and there was an interception late. If I gave you a do over on that play, would you take it, or does that the was that the play you wanted? And and they just got a hand in there and picked it off. Yeah, no, that's not the play we wanted in that situation. But uh, you know, we live and we love. It's certainly something that. Uh, I thought it was a real credit to our mental toughness as a team, and ultimately the defense did a great job standing up, and that last four-play sequence was exciting. How fair is it to say that the offense isn't yet clicking on all cylinders? Oh, that's fair. That's definitely fair to say. So how do you get there? What, what, like you, obviously, there's, it's, it's not one little thing, but what, when you look at the offense, what would you like to see in the Tampa Bay game Sunday to let you know that it's moving in the right direction? I think we just need to play consistently throughout four quarters. You know, we've had some bright spots, you know, particularly in the second half. But, um, you know, number one, I think it starts with me. I have to do a better job. I make no excuses about it. I haven't done good enough. Ultimately, we've won the games. But uh, I think really everybody's just got to do a little bit better. But but I think, you know, most importantly, I've got to do better for our team. And then I think if if, if those things are taken care of, I've – have full confidence that uh, players will execute and, and we'll see better results. It seems like the offensive line has uh, has struggled a bit, and last week Austin Blythe was out. Uh, Jamil Demby stepped in. Uh, what's the status of Blythe, and what do you see from that group? Yeah, uh, we're hopeful to get Austin back. You know, I, I thought they did a nice job, actually, against a really tough front. I mean, when you look at their edges, when they've got a premier edge rusher in Miles Garrett, uh, another really good player in Olivier Vernon, I, I thought both of our tackles did a really nice job. Um, you know, being able to kind of, you know, keep those guys contained. There's always going to be things in a game that we can do better. But um, overall, I think really Brian Allen's been a really a big bright spot with his communication, his poise, and, and I think we'll just continue to get better. And it's a young group with, uh, you know, some experience that they've gained that's been very valuable through the first three weeks. Sean, I said something earlier in the week, and, and when I say it out loud, it sounds pretty ridiculous, but I think it might be true. Is it possible that Cooper Cup is actually better after the injury than he was before? You know, I, I think uh, I think he's so conscientious. I think he's done a, f- a phenomenal job, you know, with, with Reggie Scott, Neil Alatros, the way Cooper works, you know, and just being able to respond and recover outstanding from this surgery, but... He's one of those guys with the way that he intentionally works and approaches every single day. He's going to get better, and I think it's shown up on the tape. Tell me that one moment in the game where Brandon Cooks appeared to be lined up in the wrong spot and Cooper Cup sort of signaled him uh, into the right position to avoid a penalty. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of explained it right there. We did a little bit of a mix-up where guys were at some different spots, and Cooper just had the presence with the play clock ticking down to realize that Brandon was, uh, you know, in a, in a different spot than what he was supposed to be in based on what everything should have worked out the way that we anticipated. But he had the presence to recognize, hey, let's cover up the tackle, let's get in a legal formation, and let's beat the play clock right here. Sean, we've talked about the offense and how you'd like to see it improve, but the defense is very, very hard to say anything bad about. You've had two road wins. You, you held a good New Orleans team down. Why has the defense been so effective these first three games? Well, I think, uh, I think, you know, I think our coaches have done a great job putting together good plans. I thought we had a good off season where we were able to, 
implement some different things that we felt like were conducive for our players' skill sets. And then, most importantly, our players are playing really well, and I think you can't underestimate the additions of an Eric Weddle and Clay Matthews, Dante Fowler having a year in the system, Aaron being another year better. Uh, you look at the emergence of a young Taylor Rapp, you're seeing good things from Sebastian Joseph Day. Corey Littleton's been outstanding. So, uh, you know, John Johnson's making plays. I think guys are getting better. We've made some key additions, and I think we've done some things to tweak that really fit our players' skill sets, and they're, they're playing really good ball. So uh, Cleveland ran a lot of times uh, a six-man front, and that's uh, the NBC guys made a big deal about. They said that's what happened in the uh, New England game. Uh, that's what the Browns did. What, what do you make of that, and, and what's the best way that you're going to approach it? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, they, they, they played a 6-1 front. Uh, our job is to figure out better ways to attack it consistently and have success, and then that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, Sean, Tampa Bay coming in with a veteran head coach in Bruce Arians. I actually watched their game against the Giants, and they should have won it. They missed a short kick at the end, or they or they would have beat New York. What concerns you the most about Tampa Bay coming in Sunday? Yeah, great coaches, like you said. Bruce Arians does an outstanding job. They've got great players. They can make plays. And, you know, they're a couple of plays away from being a 3-0 and football team. You look at how they lost the one the other day, and then, you know, they, they played San Francisco to the wire. Other, you know, they had too late. You know, they had a late defensive touchdown. But, uh, you know, an undefeated San Fran team that's playing really well, they went wire to wire with them in the opener. So this is a great challenge for us. You, uh, I'm wondering, Mike Evans in that game, I'm not sure if you've looked at the film yet, but he had a monster game. He's a great player, so it's not all that shocking he had a monster game. But when, it, when a guy's coming off a game like that, Sean, do you have to account for him in your game plan and do something different than you would normally do? Or the fact that you have veteran corners, guys like Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, do you just kind of let them do their thing? I mean, you let the guys do their thing, but Mike Evans, I mean, he had a great game against the Giants, but that's been what he's consistently done. I mean, you're talking about a 1,500-yard receiver last year, a guy that can really go up over the top of people, and, uh, you know, he was going against a great player in Janoris Jenkins. So Mike has consistently made plays in this league down the field. He's been one of the premier receivers in this league, and he's somebody that we certainly have to account for. And it's not just because he's coming off a phenomenal day last week, because he's pretty much consistently done that throughout his career. All right. Hey, listen, Coach, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, excited for Sunday. We'll be there at the Coliseum. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. There's Sean McVay.